Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shlach. Ouch. Parshas Shlach, which according to the Chinuch, contains three mitzvos, two positive and one restriction, is every year one of the most challenging parshios in the Torah, because after all, we ask ourselves, how could they do this? How could a people who had experienced such miraculous performance by HaKadosh Baruch Hu on their behalf, how could they, in the words of David HaMelech in Tilim 106, David says, Vayim Osu Be'eretz Chemda. What does that mean? That they, unfortunately, despised the very special land that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was giving them. Okay, we'll try to come up with one possibility, and that is, as an introduction, a mensch is nor a mensch. People are people, which to a great extent is why we read all the details of this parsha, because one could argue, wait a second, this happened 3,500 years ago. How does that, in what way does it affect us? Well, it affects us, first of all, in terms of our perspective of Eretz Yisrael, that Eretz Yisrael was, is, always will be, Lamala Minateva, and everything about it is, quote, of a supernatural nature. But in addition, if we take a look, through the eyes of Chazal, will have a better appreciation as to what went wrong, at least one opinion. I'd like to share with you the opinion of the Shalah Kadosh, as brought down in the Sefer Be'er Yosef, Rav Yosef Salan, Tzachron Levracha, in Parsha Shlach. And he says, as basically everybody does, what was wrong with the report of the Maraglim? After all, Moshe said to them, Go and let us know. What is the nature of the people? Are they strong? What is the nature of the cities? Are they fortified? And the people, the ten out of the twelve bad Maraglim, come back and they say the truth. The people are very strong. And the land in which and the cities in which they live are especially fortified. Had they stopped there, there'd be no problem. The problem is they go beyond. Nobody asks them, but we see a certain negativity which comes out of the Maraglim, thereby showing that they went with already colored glasses. And even though the Torah says, Kulam that at the time of their designation as uh, leaders, the Siam, princes of the Jewish people at that time, they were all good men, honorable men of good character, etc. Unfortunately, explains the stipler that the position went to their heads. Whoa, look how important we are. And they thought that this position of leadership, as the Zohar teaches, would be with them only as long as they're in the desert. Once they go into Eretz Yisrael, 
it's going to be a different change of leadership, and they didn't want to lose it. So even though the actual Hotziu Dibas Ro'a, the actual pronouncement of their Loshon Hara about Eretz Yisrael took place just on one day, their 40 days that they spent in Eretz Yisrael, during that 40 days, the entire time, they were unfortunately colored by their own persuasion, their own thinking, and thinking that we don't want to lose our job, and therefore we will find a way to make sure that we stay in the desert. So unfortunately, they had their negios, they had their own agenda, and this colored their perspective, which led them to yield this kind of a negative report. Because if you think about it, bring a Chumash to the table tonight, and go to the beginning of chapter 9 in the book of Devarim. Forty years later, Moshe is speaking prior to his passing to the nation that's about to go into Eretz Yisrael. And what does he say to them? Chapter 9, Pesach 1 and 2, he's saying exactly what the Meraglim said. Namely, you're going into Eretz Yisrael, you're going to encounter great uh, nations that are greater than you, mightier than you, cities that are fortified up to the heavens, lofty people, children of giants that you know and of whom you have heard who can stand up against the children of the giants, exactly what the Meraglim said, except, ah, oh, says the Shalah HaKadosh. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu have in mind? He had in mind that when they would see that it's impossible al piteva, it's impossible on a natural way for the Jewish people not trained in warfare, former slaves, that they should conquer the seven mighty nations living in Israel, it's impossible. They should come back and they should realize, yes, it's impossible for us to do, but as Moshe says in Pesach 3 in chapter 9, you should know today that Hashem your God he is going before you. He is a consuming fire. He will destroy them. He will subjugate them before you. You will drive them out. You will cause them to perish quickly as Hashem spoke to you. That's what they missed. And why did they miss it? Because they had personal negios. Now this is a very powerful lesson for all of us for all times. Because two people can see the same thing, but they can come to a very difficult conclusion. And so, if you take a peek in the Gemara Brachos, not 58, 1, what does the Gemara say there? The Gemara says as follows, two guests come to someone's home. The Oreach Tov, the good guest, what does he say? Wow, look how much trouble the host took on my behalf. How much meat 
he brought before me, how much wine, how many rolls he brought before me, all the trouble that he did, he didn't do except for me. Wow. The Oreach Ra, however, the bad guest, what does he say? Come on, what trouble did the host do for me? What? All I had was one piece of bread. All I had was one piece of meat. I only had one cup. And all that he prepared and the trouble that he did, he only did for his wife and children. So, big deal. Amazing. The exact same experience, but yields two very different responses. Therefore, Parsha Shlach calls out to us and says very clearly, Morai virabosai, everybody, this is the time of Kirkiyavos. Remember what we're taught in chapter 1, Mishnah 6, says Yoshua ben Prachliya and Nitayar Bailey. Make for yourselves a teacher, a mentor, a rabbi, and acquire for yourself a good friend, a chavrusa, and and judge everybody favorably. Why do I need a Rebbe? Why do I need a good chavir? Says the Medrash Shmuel. They're all different aspects. I need a Rebbe for Psak Halacha. I need a Rebbe and a good friend for Eitzah and Hadracha, for advice and guidance and how to proceed with my life. Why? I quote the Medrash Shmuel. Ein Odom Roeh be'inyone atzmo eso Eitzah Very often we don't realize and we can't come to the right conclusion for ourselves when we are faced at crossroads and have to make serious decisions. We can't see for ourselves with the same clarity as you see for the next one because you have negios and you you have color tainted uh, vision. You have various perspectives that you have already become part of your personality and therefore you can't, you're blinded. We don't realize that we're blinded, and that's why we need others who are objective and not ourselves who are subjective. Exceedingly important. I'm going to show you another very powerful Gemara in Brachos 9b. Right before the Mishnah, the Gemara analyzes the famous story of Eliyahu in Harakarmel, where he challenges the 450 false prophets that they should bring the fire down from Shemayim, either they or he, to prove who is the real God. They try, they don't succeed. This, by the way, is the Haftorah for Parshas Kisisa, coming from Malachim Aleph, read on a year which happens to be a leap year. Now, what does Eliyahu Novi say? Aneni Hashem Aneni. He says Aneni twice. What? Hashem doesn't hear him the first time. What does he have to say? Answer me, Hashem. Answer me. So Rabbi Buhu gives the following answer. The reason why he says Aneni twice is the first time is Aneni. Please bring the fire down from heaven in order that they should realize, wow, that you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are in charge. And now, 
Aneni the second time? Shetosiach daitom. Hashem, please give them the clarity of thought. Kedeshalu yomru, that they shouldn't say, Masik shofimheim. Sure, what Eliyahu Novi did was all, quote, of a magical power. Meaning, the people had been so mistaken and followed the idolatry prior to Eliyahu bringing them to Hara Carmel that they already had tainted vision. They were so steeped in idolatry, they, Eliyahu was afraid they would not be able to see with clarity HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'chvodu who's bringing it down. And therefore, the second Aneni is, please, they're going to see the fire, but make sure they realize that it comes from you and not from their preconceived notions. Parshash Shlach is coming and telling us a very powerful idea. Namely, as the Mishnah in the Goyim teaches, Ein Adam Roe Nigei Atzmo. A person can be there to help the next one, to see with clarity what might be best for the next one. But sad to say, oftentimes he doesn't always see what's best for him. And therefore, for that reason, he has to go to his rug. He has to go to his good friend who's able to see objectively and please God, put him on the right path. And therefore, the story of the Miragra might have taken place over 3,500 years ago. But the lesson, according to the Stipler Gaon and according to, based upon the Shaloha Kadosh, is a universal lesson talking to each and every one of us. Just know that we all have some tainted classes. And therefore, Aseloch HaRav Okneloch HaChaver Be yourself. Already. Be close. Have a personal connection with a Rav. Get yourself a good friend. And that way, Amir Hashem, you're going to be on the right path to be able to make the right decisions. Shabbat Shalom to all.